This one fact which is very well known, uh, especially within evolutionary biologists, is at the birth of a snake, the newly born normally keeps quiet. It doesn't make any sound or it doesn't move at all. The reason is that there is a huge risk of the mother itself eating or attacking the newborn. And that's why evolutionary biology has taught them to be quiet and still. On the contrary, when it comes to a human newborn, we see unless and until the newborn cries, the doctor doesn't think that the child is normal because we as human beings make noise, call for people and we want belongingness. We want someone to take care of ourselves. And that's how we have evolved uh, from a biological standpoint. Now, that belongingness then goes beyond motherhood and fatherhood and parenthood and then we start seeking friendships, then we start building relationships, then we have uh, different networks around us. Now, if I look back to that story, is that belongingness coming from the need of we surviving or is that coming from our genuine uh, nature of belonging and so it is not transactional and more genuine. So that is the discussion which we will be doing today. Welcome to 13. 13 is a podcast about being and creating. In this podcast, we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday. Here, we interact, read and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your hosts for today are Prasanna and myself, Shantesh. Let's get started. So Shantesh, if you look at that particular snake versus human story, at one end, it looks like that belongingness is our survival strength. We want to survive and so we create that uh, attribute of belongingness within us and then we create relationships and we work with people in that way. And the other side of that is that it is not transactional as much as we are thinking and it is genuinely that we like friendship, we want connections. First, starting with the anecdotal story that you projected comparing snakes and human. I'm not a biologist, but as far as I understand, scientifically, a human baby cries the moment a gasp of air uh, it takes within. And when the first time oxygen comes in contact with blood or rather the lungs and internal part of the body, there is a burning sensation that immediately happens. And as an expression, the burst of cry comes out. I'm not sure, again, uh, what is the exact logic behind it. But having said that, the need for human contact cannot be discounted. Because right from the childhood, a baby needs that human contact immediately as soon as it's born. Physical contact with the mother as well as a sort of emotional contact with the immediate family then extending to uh, the the close relatives and probably the people who are coming in contact with the baby on day-to-day basis going forward, making new friendships. But I think with that human contact, you get habituated to uh, living in a community and you then start making conscious choices as to whom you want to contact with or whom you don't want to contact with. And in that context, there is always a reason and a consideration whenever we are building a relationship. Sometimes 
the reasons and considerations are given to us by the context or the culture that we are in sometimes we make that as a choice and we develop but in the context of friendship if we see the long lasting friendships if you consider i can always observe that there is a reason and consideration a world beyond that which we go into and if we start looking at or if i look at the examples of the closest friends that i have made let's say our friendship there is a absence of motive behind there might be an intention for our friendship but the motive or that that sort of thing is absent and that's something which is profound for me because i think motive gives rise to expectations and expectations when are met the transaction is over and therefore the need for relationship is not needed anymore as such and that we can see obviously happening in professional realm a lot of times when a business with the intention of business you come in contact with people you do the business the business is done and the shopkeeper and you part ways happily and that's understood but when there is a motive in friendship it never works most of the times if we look at the closest friends that we've made you cannot pinpoint on the motive or the expectations on that relationship i get what you are saying sandish honestly but i think even the expectation that there should not be motive or anything can also become an expectation so when we are talking about unconditionality to be very honest my this is this might be very limited my personal kind of opinion but when it comes to these kind of relationships i think that one party in the relationship takes an unconditional stand for that relationship and sometimes it can be 80 20 sometimes it can be 70 30 uh, not always 100 0 i am saying but there is a stronger stand taken by one of them after understanding the situation and that unconditionality when i am bringing i am taking from my side i'll tell you my all friendships are intact only where the other person has taken the stand for the friendship and it is not me and i can tell you very confidently about it because i know and Uh, uh, for all other things as you said it becomes very transactional with me and i am kind of person and again i don't want to put myself into another box but i am kind of person who for whom out of sight is out of what they say everything in fact mm-hmm. so if i am not in touch with someone with no particular reason there is no enmity at such or there is no uh, problem at such but still i am just that person is out for me then for whatever reason so I, i so that's why if you see by like acknowledging this podcast i had mentioned several times it is also one of the reason which keeps our friendship intact in the absence of the podcast i don't know i will not be calling you you will be calling because your nature is that you like friends you like to interact with them you take a stand for them but i am not that kind of a person is what i observe so people with whom i have good relationships or what we call as friendly and very real friendly relationships is because those people have taken a stand for this relationship see every relationship needs to be nurtured curated and therefore an effort is required in maintaining a relationship so you are probably confusing maintaining of that relationship as an expectation that's what i'm saying maintaining of the relationship comes from various factors now let's take for instance our own uh, things 
so when we met in mumbai uh, in back in 2020 just before the pandemic we were catching up after many years actually and sitting and chatting for a long time like 3 4 hours went by we did not realize you made nice coffee and we sat at your farmhouse then we walked till that uh, 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 lake front and we put those uh, decathlon chairs and chatted for hours we did not realize there was pin drop silence and that one machine running in the background but yeah. in that conversation even though we were meeting after many years we picked up the conversation on the page we left last time and there was no effort as such it seemed effortless it was a natural progression now if one of the parties in this conversation let's talk in the transactional sense had come with an agenda or a motive that okay behind this let me start this conversation with him about starting a podcast together or any of that it wouldn't have worked because the day we would have started the podcast the relationship would have been over i got to a point but i think that works with some people and that's why i'm saying now i think you are right so uh, in some cases it works and then that also brings us to so my point is shantesh even when we are getting into a friendship relationship or any other kind of relationship i think there are certain criterias we which might not be overtly visible at times there might be hidden because there are circumstantial friendships also because i am born in a certain town i make friends in that town i go to a certain school i have friends from that school i see that those relationships have not nurtured i have very few examples and those are exceptional examples like from my town hometown abhay for example is a friendship which is a genuine friendship in spite of we being from the same town but abhay is not the only person from our area you can say our locality where i live there are 50 other kids who with whom i have grown up but somehow it is not there so my point is there were certain things which in those world in the past world there were certain limitations which were making us in touch with limited people today in the open world of internet i think people have much broader choice and that's why if you see the context for friendship and any kind of relationship has altered a lot it has gone beyond geographies gone beyond languages has gone beyond cultures and i think that's a very interesting part and that's what connects them i don't know but there is something which connects people no i i hear you and i do keep the morality of the friendship as a relationship aside the labeling of this is the right way to make friendship or this is the wrong way you cannot have a motive in friendship you can have a motive that kind of morality i'm saying keep that aside and let's for instance assume that each relationship has a certain transactional requirement in between and that's why we have a community formation that happened at a fundamental level if we look at the need of social contact and fulfilling that need of social contact if we consider that as a fulfilling criteria then perhaps yes that there is a transactional requirement and perhaps the need for the warmth the need for a companionship or simply put the need for love from the other person and to meet that probably yes you are right that there is a transactional requirement 
but that need is something which is ever blossoming in a way and that's why perhaps also it's said that love is boundless you cannot confine it or it cannot be limited there is an unlimited supply and at that that is what perhaps it means but what i mean is uh, when i am saying a motive i'm not talking about these evolutionary needs i'm talking about a created conversation in our head now one our evolutionary which is our basic necessity emotional uh, uh, physical social whatever even apart from your roti kapda makan becomes a sort of a basic necessity but beyond that it's all constructed yeah i get that so so that kind of motive i'm saying is no up hmm. yeah so i'm, yeah, I'm no. not able to probably that's why i was using the word motive and intention uh, to kind of create a loose distinction between the two so i get your point i understand very clearly from a motive standpoint and an intention standpoint the distinction which you are making my point is more from a requirement standpoint so we as a human beings and that's where we started the requirement for belongingness is what whether we like it or not it is a requirement and then we may distinguish between a transactional thing and a spiritual thing even a spiritual requirement for growth mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Uh, uh, love for companionship i think these are also requirements and there is nothing wrong i'm not getting into the moral aspect of it at all because Absolutely. that is yeah because that's the requirement like security for us as humans is a requirement that's mm-hmm. what has been our survival instinct and that's why we have survived even fear for that matter is a requirement in the absence of fear we all would have got covid so yeah uh, the fear of covid helped us to try to stay at least away from it take vaccination at the earliest all those things so the point is i what i'm saying is ki belongingness and companionship is a requirement and the moment we acknowledge that it is my requirement i will be much more open for companionship for friendship for uh, belonging because in the absence of it i will be alone throughout my life and that loneliness will only build toxicity within me it will only try mm. to uh, put me into a negative spiral and without that awareness if you are trying to fill it it will always remain like a void as well yes mm. so i think it is it is important to acknowledge and then genuinely as you said uh, whether it is at a spiritual level and in some cases maybe tactical level or whatever level but then that belonging and that belonging can be to a group belonging can be to a community belonging can be to an idea belonging can be to a cause it profession. can be a cause oh. which profession yeah absolutely so all that is fine and that is something which gives us the required uh, things to nurture ourselves and take care of ourselves hmm. Hmm. no but acknowledging of that brings another facet as well which i'm just thinking i don't know if i'll be able to articulate it because it's sort of a raw thought uh, just passing of fleeting but i'm just wondering because the moment you acknowledge that you have this need to be fulfilled of a, another person's presence another listening ear another uh, a, a sort of person who resonates with your thoughts your imagination your world when you acknowledge that there is 
a certain amount of lightness within then whether that friendship is there or not you are able to kind of cherish just conversing or connecting with other human being and when you are conversing with any other human being for that matter just another random person on the street when the motive or the sort of hidden agenda is not in the picture but just an acknowledgement of coming in contact with that human being that pure that purity is there you suddenly start empathizing with that other person instead of trying to fulfill your need of making them a part of your world you become a part of their world and i think that's something which is opening up in the background of this conversation for me yeah. that's the other thing a, i mean i want to ponder on this thought and that for me would be a big takeaway in this conversation for sure yeah got it chandish and the other side of that the flip side of that which is coming up for me uh, is if you see uh, the transactional things which we say or uh, the activities or the task which we want to uh, bring forth it is more of a facade to cover our emotional and spiritual requirement to get connected so because mm. i don't <laughs> want to confront my emotionality because then especially for men uh, men you see uh they don't want to say that i want the belongingness of these people so i would rather go it as a business proposal and talk on business deeds but then my inner intention of attending a conference is to talk to more people to be part of something larger than myself to express myself with them but to hide that i will say that i am just attending a conference so mm. the point is uh, that can also be there so the facade of transactionality is coming from the inner requirement of emotional and spiritual connectedness so there are these two faces to the same point in a way and it both eventually comes down to our evolutionary requirement in a way in its raw rational format but it makes you wonder that how the basis of our relationships are happening and in the light of that if you just keep out the motive the intentions or what i call it whatever but the hidden agenda out of it and just bring the authenticity to that relationship the profundity to that relationship the the just the evolutionary need that what you need of connecting to the other uh, person and include that other person into your world you become a part of their world and i think that somewhere uh it's it's difficult for me to kind of express at this point in time but it's an experience that one should try and look within yeah yeah so i will just add to what you said so to bring out those things i would also say to bring out the inner requirement and keeping away the facade i think that's going to be a real game changer for each one of us inner requirement out of pure authenticity yes being authentic to yourself what Absolutely. is really needed Yeah absolutely yeah Well at that note we complete our today's conversation thank you for listening our friends